What up, Tate Schoolers, and welcome to another great episode of the Tate School of Fitness, Fitness Corner Podcast. And on today's episode, we have a very special guest, my brother, Jonathan Norris. He is Cali born and raised. He is an HR specialist, recruitment and placement specialist, um, and he has been in the game for 20 years. Uh, Jonathan also is a Clark Atlanta University graduate. So HBCU stand up and he has been my brother and good friend for the last, I don't know, two years. So uh, we are more than happy to welcome Mr. Norris to the show. How you doing, my brother? What's going on with you? I'm doing doing unbelievable, man. Thank you for having me on the show, brother. Good, 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 man. Good, man. So got to get into it. We are in a situation where individuals are... Either looking for a better job or trying to get a job. And, of course, there's a lot of questions when it comes to HR. People want to know uh, about applications, about the process, what's good practice, what's not good practice. Like, what do you have to, what can you, what advice could you give uh, to start off, uh, start off the show with as far as people uh, getting getting a job these days? Well, um just to piggyback off what you were stating, it is a very competitive market. People are in dire needs of trying to find employment right now, trying to find gainful employment. And that is uh, knowing that you have to make sure that you market yourself as, as good as you can and understand that the main thing that you want to do, and even though some people are introverts, some people are extroverts, the main thing you want to do is be able to get an interview. So... Having 20 years of federal government experience, um, working in human resources, this is all that we do. On the recruitment and staffing side, this is what we do. We evaluate individuals' resumes. Um, we use different hiring authorities to kind of have a different area of consideration for people to gain employment. And basically with that, the first thing you're going to do is evaluate your resume. For a federal occupation, what you want to make sure that you do is do a couple things. Make sure that you, one, Elaborate on the skill sets that you have, you know, um, as opposed to the private sector. Private sector, they like bullet points and kind of they want you to narrow down and almost give a card of what you want to do. For the federal government, we need your resume to read and show definitively in black and white that you have the skill set that they're looking for in the job. Now, once you see a job that you feel that you're qualified for, Look at the duties of the job. Look at the qualifications of the job. Look at the requirements of the job. Make sure your resume speaks to those requirements, speaks to those skill sets, and that you've done that in your past, either through education or through your experience um, in the workforce. And don't be afraid to elaborate. Um, don't be afraid to honestly uh, embellish. Again, you're marketing yourself. Um, don't fabricate on your resume, but you can, you can be an advocate on your resume. You can make sure that you make sure that you um, highlight any achievements that you have been able to accomplish in your career. Yeah, because uh, definitely being a federal employee myself, I know that was the hardest thing in the beginning of the process of trying to get hired because I was so used to the private sector, the bullet points and going through that process and getting that done. Um, but then again, once I decided to look exactly what you said, I looked at the duties I uh, saw how what they needed. I actually what I done in my past, and I just I married the two. Mm -hmm. And so once I did that, and once I understood how that worked, 
and wasn't lazy with it because a lot of people be lazy with like I'm not about to write all that I'm not about to do all that and then it's like no you you need to do that so once you do that um you I they call so I, it's a little different definitely in the uh, federal sector um than the private sector and a lot of people don't understand that because I have a lot of people say hey man you give me a job boom boom boom, boom. I'm like yeah but you got to make sure that you do this you do that and it's not like I can bring you in I just can set you up right where you have the best chance to actually get a call back but um the process is definitely different Mm -hmm. um uh i just uh uh i think like the average now correct me if i'm wrong for people to even get on uh at in the in the federal sector at least uh for is for the veterans hospital is about three months about three months about three to six months depending on what you're trying to do the needs and what they got going on um, so it takes a little time. So a lot of people either end up going in another direction because mm-hmm. they get tired of waiting or they just don't <clears> understand <throat> that it is going to take a little time because they're so used to the process of just probably calling you back in a week or two. And that's right. just not how the game go. Right. Like in your, in, with your experience, because I mean, 20 years in doing anything is, of course, you done seen the ups and downs and all the rounds. Mm-hmm. Like how has the hiring process been? Uh, affected by COVID, like how is it? How has it changed it? Well, um, as opposed to other, <clears throat> excuse me, as opposed to other agencies, the yeah, of course it's a it's hospital. So mm-hmm. uh, with COVID, they're directly affected, and places like that will still be hiring during mm-hmm. this time. Matter of fact, it's increased. Um, one of the things that they are able to do is use different hiring flexibilities. So the time to hire that you're referring to as far as three to six months, that is still something that we will want to keep individuals in a mindset of this, anything with the federal occupation, it's not going to be a turnaround. You're not going to be qualified on Friday and start Monday. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> if you do have the mindset of, okay, you know what, this will probably be a three month process. Let me plant my seed. But um, even with those due to COVID, there have been some expedited hiring processes and we've been able to get individuals on board faster than that mainly those will be direct patient care positions mm-hmm. you know you have your nurses your doctors you know your pa stuff like that where they're going to be helping out some of the individuals who are actually you know um directly affected from covid but you have a lot of the support staff who even though they're in an administrative occupation they're still frontline as well and mm-hmm. those individuals have been uh, working diligently um through this time period and <clears throat> no, apologize, they've uh, worked diligently through this time period and they've been able to really really help uh, combat what's been going on right now yeah because this of course none of us have ever been through this and it has been definitely different just um just going out to the grocery store has been definitely different with what's going on <laughs> i mean these yeah and to work and still be coming into the office and still be carrying on as business as usual but we all know it's not so um that's been one of the biggest challenges right there in itself just uh, just coming to work and staying uh, motivated to work and not worrying about everything else that's going on outside of the building. Um, I have to ask you because, like, actually, you're the uh, first uh, 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 person I have known have worked in HR, you know, uh, on a close basis. I have to ask, what made you go into HR? What was the decision? Um say I didn't I didn't choose this life this life chose me <laughs> no well uh, just just as far as coming through college I was able to gain employment with uh, the federal government just through one of the student programs that they had and through that you're able to kind of rotate through different uh, different occupations within any 
any type of facility that you are. So you kind of do a rotating, um, kind of do a rotating thing. And really, when the time came for me to graduate, and there was an opportunity in a certain department, to hey, let's take it. Um, I, I'm not gonna be the one to say, listen, I've always wanted to go in HR, and I, mm-hmm. since I was a kid, no, nah, I'm not. Uh, I'm, I'm not even wired like that, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Um, it it kind of it's, it's been a it's been a an arranged marriage that that we've been working in. and it's like I said, been doing it for full time with HR for about. Yeah, about Better part of twenty years. Yeah, yeah. Better part yeah. of twenty years, and it's uh, it's it's grown on me, and it's uh, it's shown, and I've, I've grown to love it, you know. And yeah. helping yeah. people is something that, you know, is a uh, any form of fashion I could do it. I'm, I'm definitely gonna try to. So, absolutely, that was, and that, and that's definitely good because again, um, that's always a. <laughs> Uh, a very hot topic when it comes to hiring and what I need to do uh, for is getting a better job and all that, you know, people who are looking to work nine to fives, of course, entrepreneurs don't really care about that. But the ones who are looking to work nine to fives, they always, I want to, I want more, I want more, I want more, I want a better situation. And um, I mean that this is going to always be. So HR is definitely a field that will be needed. No matter if everything go digital Everybody work from home. You still gonna have to have people to evaluate them. Correct. You know, Correct. so it's so still gonna have to be. You know, you you are in the industry that is here to stay. You know, a lot of in- industries are not, but that's definitely one that is here to stay for sure. But, uh, but even to piggyback, I don't mean to cut you off, but to, no, for for all of our entrepreneurs out there, um, I encourage that. I, I applaud that, and that is that is something that we marvel at, especially in the federal government. But there are a lot of entrepreneurs who actually work in the federal government. Mm-hmm. So any entrepreneur knows that you don't want to have just one source of income. So while what I'd like to do is encourage entrepreneurs who I come in contact with to use the federal government as a means of a revenue stream and stability while you grow your business and also learn how to operate a business because the federal government still is a business. Yep. Now, it's ran on a different scale, but it's still a business. But in any business, you have overhead, you have employees, you have health benefits, and you can kind of see a a really hard-nosed structure of how you can operate a business. Now, again, you'll have more flexibilities in the federal government because mm-hmm. the bylaws that we have to adhere to yeah. are a little bit different, you yeah. know, but still you can have a baseline wealth of information, an example of how a business has been running for you know how long the federal government's been, been exactly. intact, you know. So, and again, you can grow your business as any business will have its ups and downs. Having that constant revenue stream will be fine. Now, again, um, depending on the occupations that you try to um, get in the federal government, may take more or less of your time. You mm-hmm. know? So, I'm not saying, hey, go for the uh, chief of the entire uh, department. Yeah, you know that may take up the bulk of your time. But if you can do something, have some type of job where you know you can contribute, you know, a hundred percent. In your eight hours, but then you could go home and you have more hours of the day that you could work your own business. You can network while at the federal facility, get in contact with other individuals. You know, you can't um, you can't solicit on federal grounds, but there's nothing wrong with building relationships that you could then pick up outside of the facilities. Absolutely. Yeah. I always I always feel like that's why I do it. I don't, I don't think anything wrong with working a nine to five and being an entrepreneur, because um, once you 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 have to have something else coming in until you fully want to jump out there. Cause a lot of people don't want to jump out there. They may be part-time entrepreneur for the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. So if you, at the same time, while you're doing the federal thing, you can retire, have a pretty decent retirement. Yeah. 
Um, and then you can go full time. So it's completely up to you, especially if you start in the game young, you know, yeah. like yourself. So, <laughs> I mean, hey, who, who knows? You put in your time, then you get on out. Um, I, I think it's definitely is a good way to go when it comes to um, employment. I mean, of course, it's like any other occupation, any other organization. You're going to have your ups and your downs exactly. and your all arounds. But at the end of the day, when you look at the, the packages that you have, they have some of the best out there, you know, mm-hmm. um, hands down. And that's another thing, too, why a lot of people do want to work for uh, the federal government because of the benefits, mm-hmm. because of the packages. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you talk a little bit about some benefits and some packages? Yeah, I, I can. Um, more or less just that they're probably the, the biggest benefits that you get from the from the federal government are going to be the constant leave accrual that you'll get, which is the amount of hours um, that you get. If you work one to three years, every pay period you accrue eight hours of eight hours of leave, which is going to be four hours of annual leave, which is vacation time, four hours of sick leave. Now, once you pass that, you go to three to five years and you've been working for the VA for three to five years or the federal government for three to five years. Then you'll get six hours of pay period for vacation that you can take and still four hours of sick leave. So that's 10 hours you're still accruing every pay period now once you <laughs> i'm sorry that's that's three to 15 years i'm sorry mm-hmm. now once you've been to the va uh for federal government for over 15 years then every pay period you you get eight hours of pay period then mm-hmm. you're one of the big dogs you kind of you see the people walking around with the chest out smiling all the time just because they know <laughs> <laughs> exactly. every pay period they, they get a day off you know so it's and, and that's that's what you could stack up and you could carry over a certain amount every year mm-hmm. um so a lot of individuals who have been there a long time they know hey listen I understand how leave works. I understand how I can take my leave, you know, and it's a, that's, that's really a benefit. Um, the benefits that we have as far as the medical health and life insurance, I wouldn't want to speak on anyone in particular um, because I don't want to promote anyone, yeah. you know, you don't want to get caught with promoting or, you know, not promoting another brand, but pretty much we do have those options available and they are very low. Um, mm-hmm. And again, I've been supporting my family. My family has been on my health plan for the past how old is my son? 13 years yeah. <laughs> 13 years. And uh, they haven't missed a doctor's appointment, dentist's appointment, eye, eye exams. We have it, it, It's all of that. So that's that's really good. And more um, importantly, another benefit is, again, the stability. There's nothing more satisfying than understanding that, listen, through all the ups and downs, through whatever's going on between the recession, depression, pandemics, Every two weeks, there's going to be a check, you know, um, and for the most part, you'll be able to take care of the bills. And again, what you do outside of that, again, you could grow high, low, whatever you want to. But having that stability, um, especially for your family, individuals who are growing a family or taking care of family or even taking care of, you know, maybe some elderly individuals or those who can't take care of themselves. Um, that's that's really um, satisfying. And, and it's a it's a type of solace that you gain over time that you that you learn to appreciate, you know, once you look back. Absolutely. I mean, that that is one of the best things at that time. And especially if you know how to use it, you can stretch that out and have a pretty decent um, vacation. If you just don't need mental days, mental health days. Uh, so that is definitely a big plus because I definitely use mine. Um, no doubt. <laughs> definitely use mine. So, uh, yeah, that that is a, the package is is pretty, pretty good. I mean, it's not like it's Google or somewhere like that. But, I mean, when it comes, other than the big tech companies, I feel like the federal government package, is they are the best. Yeah. You know, so um, you can't, 
you definitely can't look over that in times like this when it's about health and again with uh, doctor visits and this pandemic and people going, you need, you need insurance, you know, hopefully one day everyone will have insurance, mm -hmm. but um, until we get there, you need to get in spaces that will provide you uh, with good insurance so you can take care of your family. Um, and you don't be paying uh, out so much as far as doctor bills and things like that. But we're going to switch gears a little bit. Cause I got to ask you uh, um, how, how has this pandemic affected you? Um, and your family, what has changed for you during this time? Um, well, it's affected everybody. You know, mm -hmm. um, I think that the biggest takeaway that I've been able to gain from the pandemic is that personally, I'm not immune to emotions. You know, I'm yeah. not, I can be affected by things too. You know, mm -hmm. as a man, you know, whatever man I try to aspire to be, you know, have a uh, facade or not even a facade but just any type of superhero that you try to aspire to be um, you are human and mm -hmm. humans have feelings human, humans are affected by life situations other situations around you so recognizing that taking steps to make sure that you do your own personal inventory you know um, and examine what is actually affecting you how you're affecting others mm -hmm. um, that's, that's probably been the biggest gain the joy that I've had is like I've been able to <clears throat> excuse me, uh, speak with my family is just looking around and smiling. I know my kids are bored. You know, I know my wife is tired of looking at my face. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, um, family members, we're all tired, but I'm just saying, listen, once everything goes back to whatever normal it will be, this is the most amount of time that we've been able to spend together. Yeah. And that we'll look back at this time and say, do you remember when we used to see each other every single <laughs> day? We'll look back at this as a joyous time because once it opens back up, Everybody's going to have something to do. You know, yep. kids get older, you know, they get cooler. Yep. Parents get cornier. You yeah. Know, and, <laughs> and, you know, and uh, the, the, the dinner table, you know, becomes, you know, kind of a pass and go type situation. And exactly. Breakfast is, uh, I'm catching and run to the bus stop. So mm -hmm. being able to have this time with them, is it's really been a blessing um, yeah. in disguise and just really evaluating what you have, um, trimming the fat as far as life goes. That's yeah. probably a, a really a lot because feeling the need to go places and go ex do things and really spend money unnecessarily as opposed yeah. to trimming it back, seeing what you have. You know, books are awesome. Yep. Um, yeah. You know, um, planting is awesome. You know, yep. gardening is all awesome. You yep. know, um, little things, even playing pickup games that we used to when we were kids, teaching our kids board games, yep. different things that you just don't realize you overlook on a day-to-day -day basis. All the fun and the gems that you have around you, um, those those are probably the blessings uh, that I've been able to get from this whole situation. You know, um, conversely, <coughs> excuse me, conversely again, it's just the worry. You know, you um, yeah. you, you you hear about different friends going through different struggles, uh, family members going through different struggles, losing friends, losing family members. You know. Um, that's that's never that's never gonna be a good thing, you know. So you try to be as supportive as possible, um, and just try to be there where you can, lend assistance to those who, who need it, and also just make sure that your that your team is tight. So. Absolutely, yeah, that's good stuff, man. I, I have to ask you. This is a, a fitness show, so I gotta ask you. Did you pick up any healthy habits during this time? Oh, that was that was the <laughs> that was another realization. <laughs> yes, because when they closed the gym, um, they closed the gym, and that took a lot from me. Uh, mm -hmm. I didn't realize how much of a mental health space the 
the gym actually is. It, it, it really is, especially for me. Um, I've tried to stay um, in the same type of regiment from high school football. Um, <laughs> <laughs> kept keeping that type of regiment, you know, at least uh, uh, very often through the week. But when that shut down, you know, you start indulging in, you know, in your vices, you know, mm-hmm. you know, start get, dipping in the saturated fat and, you know, why not that extra scoop of ice cream and yeah. the couch becomes a little more cozy and before you know it, you done picked up a little weight and, you know, you're breathing hard going up the stairs yes. and then, you know, you finally get on that skin like, whoa, I did not realize, you know, and it's like, baby, you really do love me no matter what, right? <laughs> so so I, I think I hit a certain point with that and I recognized, you know, got enough uh, roasting for my kids and I said, you know what, let me go ahead and uh, started jogging, you know, started exercising more. I'm, I really hate running. Mm-hmm. You know, only time I run is if I'm actually playing a sport, but I hate running just to run. That's never been my thing. Mm-hmm. Flat footed, but um, you buy the right shoe. Yeah. And it'll it'll really help. Yeah. And uh, being able to um, incorporate my own type of working out, you know, gyms open back up. That really helped. And then also, you know, um, just making sure I do get my exercise and watch what you eat because that's the one thing that they are saying um, is really effective in fighting uh, what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Those who are those who are healthy mm-hmm. have a better chance of fighting off whatever disease there mm-hmm. is out there. So that in and of itself is just uh, inspiring me to uh, to do more. Yeah, definitely. That's that's what's up, man. I want to thank you for coming and being on uh, sharing the knowledge with the people. Because again, like I say, if if you're thinking about it, or you're not thinking about it. You gonna getting a job is is somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, if a family member's losing a job or you lost a job yourself, you want to know what you need to do to make sure that your package is put together and you are the best candidate. Yes, sir. So we definitely appreciate you for coming on and dropping the gems with us today. Um, I don't want to say, hey, give the people information to look you up because they may bombard <laughs> your email may, may may go ahead and it may crash. So I'm not going to ask you to give out your information, but I definitely want to uh, tell you that we appreciate you for being on and, you know, uh, keep doing what you're doing, bro. Man, thank you, know. you, brother. I'll give them a gym. I'll say, listen, the, the best place to look is usajobs.com. You can filter for whatever location you are currently in or you aspire to go to. You can filter by occupation, you can filter by income, you can filter by whatever way you want to, and that's the best way to look to find an occupation that's available at this time. A couple little uh, hints that we dropped at the beginning of the um, show. Again, just make sure that you market yourself as best as possible. Um, put dates and years for the time that you worked. Put number of hours that you worked a week, full-time or part-time, and just please brag on yourself during your resume. Um, there's not enough that you could say in there. We like multiple pages on a resume so we can make sure that we can find that yeah. you've done something that fits the job. I mean, people, you hear that multiple pages because, again, like I said, in the private sector, it's like you keep it short, you mm-hmm. keep it one to two pages, and that's okay. it. But no, federal, <laughs> give them a book. They want Oh, It doesn't have to be in chronological order. Mm-hmm. I will list the occupations that you've had that are relevant to the job you're applying for. Again, I can't say that enough. List the occupations you've held that are relevant for the job you're applying for. Yes. And it doesn't have to be in chronological order. It has to be in the order of importance for the occupation you're applying for. Yes. Yes. Well, thank you, my brother. Um, as as we always do, we have a book recommendation for this week. And this week's book recommendation is 
Who Moved My Cheese by Dr. Spencer Johnson. It's a book about change, a very good read. You guys should definitely check it out. For us, things that's going on with Taste School of Fitness. As always, we have Wellness Wednesdays. Every Wednesday, you can join us for a free hit Zoom class at 6 p.m. You just sign up by clicking the link in our bio. It's a very fun, high-intensity uh, training class, boot camp style. So please join us. We have a lot of fun on those classes. Also, we have the Fresh Start Sundays, our vegan cooking show. A cooking show to actually nutritional quick food meals that you can prepare for your family in under an hour. It comes on every other Sunday on our YouTube page uh, at uh, Tate School of Fitness. Tate School of Fitness, um, our YouTube page. You can definitely check that out. Also, we have the virtual 5K walk run. Uh, it starts on November 7th. What you do, you will, it's a paid event, $15. What you do is you can actually sign up on tasteschoolfitness.com. You will receive a custom bib, a 5K finishers medal, and some wristbands. Uh, you sign up now today on tasteschoolfitness.com. You also will receive a walk and running program to help you get to the distance by time for the race. So please check that out. And as always, thank you for all of your support and have a fit day.